Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump. Desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified that Trump cannot run again because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not. Which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. On the clock, great to be with you. Your home for common sense conservatism. None of this is complicated. But, I mean, if you look around everything that we're going through, none of it is complicated. Do parents want their kids being taught things that are so highly inappropriate in school? Of course not. Do parents want to believe that their children are being groomed? By faculty or teachers or aides or what have you at school? Of course not. Do Democrats actually believe that the whole idea of making America great again is dangerous? It is to them. Because if you love a country, if you love this place, the way that we love this place, the way that Rush Limbaugh spoke of loving this place, the way Donald Trump loves it here. You are a threat to those who don't. And I always want to ask them. I want to ask the Nancy Pelosi's. I want to ask some of the, the minions down at the state level who are fighting for transgender nonsense, who believe that open borders are just not a big deal. Who believe that rampant open air drug use and the zombie apocalypse, which is upon us, we're going to have three, four, five fold the fentanyl deaths this year. But I mean, why should they care when they don't care about the human beings and the journey that they're taking to get here and the people who've died along the way and the horrendous horrors that they suffer along that journey? Why would we think that they would care about anything reasonable? But see, they have kids too. Do they really believe that, that a school should be able to have a, a teacher who, who can molest their son or daughter? You've, you've got to be... You've got to be kidding if you think that that's the case. I, I, don't, I don't understand so much of this insanity. 
But I do understand victory when it comes even in small doses. I dare say this story is monstrous. And I remember the story of this guy. A bodega clerk, or if I was Dr. Jill Bodega, <laughs> a bodega clerk in New York City named Jose Alba. He was working one day. It's not his bodega. He's working there, right? It's like a 7-Eleven or something like that. He's working. And some woman comes in and she wants to get a bag of chips because she's hungry. Except she doesn't have any money. And Jose Alba says, you can't, you can't take those. You have to pay for those. Of course, this is a culture now that the Democrats have allowed to take root and fester. Take whatever you want. The system's rigged against you anyway. Just take it. What are they going to do? And then the stand down the law enforcement. Don't get involved. Back to, back to George Floyd. Don't, don't intervene. You're not allowed to get involved. Don't be combative. Make no arrests. And that led to the humiliation and the assault, all-out assault on law enforcement in this country, created by these very hacks, right? Funded, by the way, by George Soros. D.A. Alvin Bragg now. This is great from the post-millennial. D.A. Alvin Bragg sued for discriminatory, quote, racial equity policies after he had New York City bodega clerk Jose Alba arrested over self-defense. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez just moments ago lamented the fact that House Republicans were calling for the censure, the censure, the, ex, you know, the expelling Certainly some sort of a reprimand for Jamal Bowman for pulling a fire alarm to stall congressional proceedings, right? Except that's exactly what Alvin Bragg did to Jose Alba. Because when that gal wasn't allowed to take the chips, she got a little fussy and went out to her car where the boyfriend was. And boyfriend with a knife came in, slashed Jose Alba on the arm. And was going to do much worse before Alba acted in self-defense and stabbed the dude and killed him. Well, make no, make no question. There's no question about what happened. You killed somebody into the police cruiser you go and off you are to Rikers Island or wherever the hell you go. Here's the story. Fighting back. Don't you dare... Don't you dare arrest me and put me in prison for six days and not tend to my medical wounds because you don't want to hear the real story. Because it was about a black man who stabbed me, and I'm also a person of color. Interesting. On Friday, former New York City bodega worker Jose Alba, who was previously charged with murder for defending himself, is suing Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg and the New York City Police Department for racial discrimination in his arrest. Yes! Not only is it accurate, good for you! According to the complaint, Bragg's pursuit of, quote, racial equity in the Manhattan justice system has caused an increase in racial discrimination, not a decrease. And it caused his bail to be higher than normal so that he was wrongfully locked up in egregious conditions in Rikers prison. It sounds so familiar. We hired a black president. Things got so much worse in a hurry. It didn't solve anything. It made it so much more complicated. Right? Egregious conditions. Well, let's read more. Quote, New York 
County District Attorney Alvin Bragg and or his subordinates following Bragg's policy to achieve, quote, racial equity in the Manhattan criminal justice system, charged the plaintiff with murder in the second degree and asked for high bail at his arraignment. The site, the suit reads, despite the fact, of course, that Simon and Lee, the boyfriend and girlfriend duo, were the initial aggressors. It was the plaintiff who was arrested, incarcerated, and wrongfully prosecuted. It's sort of like Gavin Newsom saying, we need to go do something about gun violence. Well, I got an answer for you, Gav. Lock up people who are offenders. I mean, I mean, it's so out there, right? Dang, she's so cutting edge. Alba, who was arrested July 13th of last year, after Austin Simon's girlfriend and her daughter, great, great learning experience for the kids, too. Come on in. See how mama gets it done. Don't have any money? Don't worry about it. Just take it. And if that doesn't work, find somebody to come in here and stab a guy on your behalf. Perfect. Great. Girlfriend and her daughter walked into the Blue Moon Bodega, had their EBT card declined while attempting to buy a bag of chips. While Alba, when Alba, Alba, excuse me, refused to let her take the chips for free, imagine that, the woman began yelling obscenities at him. She can be heard in one video saying, I'm going to bring my N-word down here and he going to F you up. Sounds like a fine, fine role model for her daughter. Few minutes after the woman showed up with Simon, who immediately rushed Alba, Alba told the man, Papa, I don't want a problem. With his hands up, Simon, a prior criminal with over 27 arrests, right? 27 arrests. I guarantee you, if he hadn't been killed in this thing, though, he wouldn't have gone to jail. Why ever would you arrest, would you arrest the criminal when the whole point in the crazy town USA envisioned by the Uniparty is total chaos and upside down lawlessness? Go after the people who have lawfully acquired a gun. You know, those of us who are registered, who have the background checks, who do the training, who stay up on on all of it, who go to the range and practice. Take my gun away, but let the thugs and the 'er ne'er-do-wells and the criminals go around like the Wild West. By the way, Chicago doing really well. 17 people shot over the weekend, just FYI. Simon, a prior criminal with over 27 arrests, ignored Alba's pleas and moved behind the counter, shoving him into the wall, blocking him from leaving. Eventually, Alba grabbed a knife off the shelf and stabbed Simon five times while the girlfriend was stabbing Alba with a knife she pulled from her purse. What? Alba eventually called the police where he was taken into custody, charged with secondary murder. Bail said a half a million dollars. Of course, unable to bail out, Alba spent nearly a week in Rikers Island. The video of the incident immediately went viral online. And after enough outrage from the public, bail was cut down to 50 grand and Alba was able to post it. On July 19th of last year, D.A. Bragg's office filed a motion to dismiss all charges against Alba. You tried to get away with being a dirtbag. You're a dirtbag D.A. You're a dirtbag funded by a dirtbag in George Soros. And a little guy is punching back. 
accusing you, Alvin Bragg, and your police department of operating with the same, you know, racial discrimination that you say you're fighting against. Isn't that a beautiful thing? You can push back. Thank God for video. Thank goodness for Twitter and all other social media platforms. Of course, that don't suck. All right, don't go anywhere. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about this RFK Jr. Thinking he's going to announce as an independent. What does that mean? Is that good for Donald Trump? Is it bad? Let's go there next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so several ah, several hours into the weekend, because I think it was Saturday early in the morning when I got this. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. planning to announce his run for president as an independent. Quote, and this is a campaign insider, whatever. Just to give us your name. Bobby feels that the DNC is changing the rules to exclude his candidacy, so an independent run is the only way to go. Well, I, I don't disagree. It's not even negotiable that the DNC is changing the rules. But who's worse? The DNC who's doing that and and is letting Joe Biden say, eh, you know, I really don't think I want to I want to debate one. I can't because I'm gone. I'm mentally degenerated and everybody can see it. Right. But how different is that from Zelensky deciding that, you know what, why do we even have elections? Everybody knows I'm the best. Besides, I just bought my mom a $5 million house in Egypt. We've, I got to keep this gravy train moving, right? I got to support the kids someday. Ah. So RFK Jr., according to the New York Post, is going to ditch the Democratic Party and announce his independent run. What do you guys think? Is that good for Donald Trump? Is that bad for Donald Trump? Does it matter? I'm going to say it's probably better for Donald Trump than it is worse. Because the people who are for Trump aren't wafflers, right? If you're down with if you're down with Trump, President Trump, you're not like, well, I'm going to wait and see. Like you know. You know. You lived through 4 years of it. You experienced Good life. Things were good and now they suck. So it's sort of like, eh, where's my fence? What am I on? But there are a hell of a lot of independents out there who I know would sway a little bit more to the Democratic Party if the Democratic Party wasn't off the progressive cliff. White House hopeful Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will drop his bid to challenge President Biden for the Democratic presidential nomination, instead mount a third-party campaign for president According to a report, the son of the Kennedy political dynasty plans to announce that he's going to run as an independent on October 9th in Philadelphia. So, you know, why do they do that? We've got a week to go. This is like the worst kept secret ever. The 69-year-old environmental lawyer and anti-vaccine activist. That's not true. Do you see how they do that even in the New York Post? Anti-vaccine activist. Do you want to know why I like Bobby Kennedy? And I've reached out to his campaign multiple times. They, they, I'm a nothing, right? I'm a mom. So they haven't, they haven't come through. I wish they would and they might. He's not a, van, he's not a vaccine skeptic. He's not anti-vaccine. 
All he has ever said was, show us your studies that what you're pushing on our children, all 72 shots, wow, show us that they are safe and effective. Show us your data. But you know why they don't show their data? Because they don't have to test their vaccines on anybody, on animals or otherwise. So when I tell you that the the most recent COVID booster was tested on 10 mice, do you think I'm lying? When I tell you that when they pushed the COVID vaccine, original one on pregnant women, and they said, you must get it. It's safe and effective, please. That was based on data from 44 rats? You think I'm kidding? Check me out. So that's a very disingenuous and lazy form of journalism there. Look, do I agree with everything Bobby Kennedy says? No. If I had to choose between him and anybody else right now on the Democrat side, absolutely. I think he's got a lot of good ideas. I think he tells the truth. I don't agree with some of his things, but that's why I'm a conservative and he's not. Right? He's going to make a major announcement in a video posted on YouTube Friday during which he decried corruption in both parties. I agree. So, so maybe Bobby Kennedy doing what he's doing on his side and maybe Matt Gates doing what he's doing, at least forcing the members of the House of Representatives to show and play their cards. Are you down with what we're down with? Tightening the belt of America's bank rolling of everything strengthening our borders getting rid of this nonsense funding to ukraine or are you not i think it's interesting i think you should go for it i think anything at this point other than joe biden but it's donald trump 100 all right don't go anywhere did you guys hear about the veteran who was muscled by airport security Oh, wait, wait. That and some CDC bombshell news next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So the video of the day that I do not believe translates well into radio. And this is a very interesting experiment we're doing together here on this program, right? Because we're doing live radio We're doing television. We're doing live streaming on the internet, right? So I have to be able to play things for you that people who are only listening and not watching can understand. So I'm going to describe it to you. Brock sent it to me over the weekend. It's a minute and 59 seconds. It's a video of a Purple Heart recipient, a triple amputee being shaken down by a TSA agent at the airport. This man has two prosthetic legs. He's in a wheelchair and he has a prosthetic right arm. And as I'm watching this TSA agent with his stupid blue gloves make this veteran remove his ball cap to do some kind of a swab inside Are you out of your mind? We have millions of people who don't deserve to be here who are here. 
who have crossed our border illegally, who've brought God knows what with them, who have done God knows what in their past. And you're going to shake down a man who has served his country, whose body was blown up, who lost three of his four limbs, you're going to make this the guy you chase. Okay. Okay. Ridiculous. Let's talk about this too, ladies and gentlemen, from the CDC. Golfinsider.com. Never seen this website in my life. Going to start following it. How about this headline? And they wonder why we don't trust the science, why we don't follow the science, why we laugh at every single thing Fauci says, why when the CDC comes out, we don't pay attention. When the FDA rules, oh my gosh, you totally have to vaccinate your six-month-old. Do it now. Headline. U.S. Over 277,000 vaccinated COVID-19 cases hidden by the CDC in 2021. Newly obtained files show. Hey, Brock, do you remember 2021? Because you and I were working and we were spending a lot of time putting together BS boards that we were researching endlessly that had data that we crunched on the whiteboard for everybody at home. And then all of a sudden something happened. We stopped being able to find the data. Do you remember that? I do. Do you remember trying to hunt and peck because the areas that we used to find all of the death and the mortality and the and the sickness data, it all of a sudden vanished, didn't it? Yes, yes, it did. And then we had to go and we had to click through here, there, and I've, we would have to divide and conquer. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Well, isn't this funny? More than 277,000 COVID-19 cases among people who had received COVID-19 vaccines. In 2021, right after they came out, were reported to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in 2021, but not disclosed to the public. Newly obtained files show. Now, why would that be? Oh, I don't know, because it went against the the narrative that everybody was clamoring on to. People are dying. Oh, my gosh. Hurry up. It's, you've got to do it. It's for the greater good. Please, have you no heart? Some 144,349 cases among partially vaccinated people were reported by 32 jurisdictions to the CDC across the months in 2023 months. In 2021, according to some of the files, which were acquired by the Epic Times through what? How did they do that again? Oh, that's right. They had to file a Freedom of Information Act request. Because everybody sucks and everybody lies. Partially vaccinated has been defined by the CDC as a person who's received at least one dose of a vaccine. People were described as fully vaccinated if they had 14 days, if at least 14 days had elapsed since they completed a primary series. So two doses. The Moderna and Pfizer primary series consisted of two doses, while Johnson and Johnson's had one. You know this. The cases were recorded in California, Maryland, New York, Texas, and 28 other jurisdictions in April, May, and June 2021 and reported to the CDC. So wait a minute. 
These vaccines came out in December to a scant few of 2020 and widespread rollout with effusive and passionate hurry, get it now, starting in January of 21. And they already had this many cases of vaccinated people getting sick with COVID anyway to hide. Can you imagine what the real numbers were? And of course, the CDC never disclosed the numbers to the public. These data on partially vaccinated persons were not reported publicly, but rather were collected to ensure that they were being appropriately excluded from the numbers of vaccine breakthrough cases as described as a best practice on the CDC website. Staffers at the CDC's National Center for Emerging and Zoonotic Infectious Diseases said, it's all mumbo jumbo. It's verbal spaghetti. Yeah, we didn't want to confuse anything. Sort of like the DMED data, you know, where all of the people in the military ended up having all these crazy side effects and cancers went through the roof by like 4,000%. And then when it was blown and the military was like, uh-oh, they had to come out and lie and say, oh, you know, that was a um, that was a coding error um, and we've corrected it. It's, it's really nothing to see here. People are just fine. Okay. On a web page advising state and local officials on how to analyze patterns of COVID-19 by vaccination status, the CDC recommends excluding people who had only received one Moderna or Pfizer dose. You know what? Isn't that so interesting? We're going to tell you to go get it. We're going to make people go get it. And then we find out people are getting sick because of it anyway. And they're being hospitalized because of it. We're going to change stuff. We're going to stop reporting. That's exactly what the CDC did. They stopped reporting post-vaccination infections among the fully vaccinated. Because if we don't cover that, it didn't happen. Right? They stopped reporting it, as we told you, in May of 2021, after disclosing that more than 10,000 breakthrough infections were reported to the agencies in just a couple of weeks. Uh-oh. Um, Houston, it's not working. Well, should we, should we pull the plug on what's clearly not an effective treatment? Nah. Let's just stop covering it. Perfect. Sounds like a great idea. These are the morons in charge of public health. These are the idiots who went out and browbeat people. Doctors, right? Nurses, pharmacists. You better go out and push this. And then gave rewards. Federal government gave rewards to doctors. So if you're, let's just say you're an OBGYN. And you can convince more than 70% of your patients to get vaccinated. Oh, boy. Woo-wee. There's a lot of change coming your way. Some doctors made millions of dollars. Of course, they have to wake up every day and know that they caused harm while they got rich. They also changed some definitions at the CDC. Remember how they initially defined a breakthrough case as people who tested positive seven or more days after completing a primary series? They changed that conveniently after all of this to testing positive at least 14 days after completing a primary series. Why, why do you have to move the goalposts? See, it, it's so weird when you tell the truth and you care about people. I don't know. You don't have to lie. You don't have to come up with PowerPoints and spreadsheets and elaborate lies. You don't have to have multiple 
identities. You don't have to have a burner ghost phone. You don't have to have pseudonyms, right? You don't need 30 different or 20 different shell corporations. You don't operate in the darkness. People don't mysteriously end up dead around you. Like, what? So weird. Well, apparently the CDC hit other cases too, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, for those of you who are paying attention, they don't want you to. How about another 133,000 post-vaccination cases occurred among Medicare beneficiaries? Wait, what? Through September 2021. I I thought this was so good for our elderly senior citizens, right? This is what, in a nutshell, Matt Gates is fighting for in the House of Representatives. Make people show their cards. What did you know? When did you know it? Who were you down with? Which side are you on? Are you you on the side of American exceptionalism? Are you on the side of fiscal responsibility? Are you on the side of saying what's going on at the border is madness and it ends now? What side are you on? Are you on the side of keeping kids safe? Are you on the side of porn in schools? Like, what is it? Who are you? Call a vote. Force a hand. Make people choose a side. And that also is why it's important in hour one of today's show that we played for you the audio sound bites of the media. Jake Tapper from CNN, Jonathan Carl from ABC. You guys are the problem. You're part of the problem. You run cover for the people who out and out hate us. They hate America. They hate anybody who loves it. And they'll put the stupid little flag pin on their lapel as though that's something that's, you know, it's going to fool you. Well, I'm going to vote for more funding for Ukraine, but look at me. I love America. They think you're stupid. They think you should pay for all of their fraud. And they will lie to your face again and again and again. And here's the funny thing. This is nothing new. I stumbled upon something that we're going to play for you on the flip side of this break. It is a great song. It is a song that I thought was relatively fresh until I searched it and figured out, holy mackerel, this came out during Barack Obama's first term. How apropos that we should resurrect it for you all today. And that we shall next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. It's amazing how cyclical corruption is. And it it makes you, if you've been asleep for a while, and I admittedly have been, right? And I I have admitted this on this program multiple times. I'm a mom. I have five sons. I have a husband who's a physician. He works hard. Running around trying to make things work. Feed the kids alone is is a, a monumental task. And so you, you easily get comfortable when things are okay, when you've got enough money, when you feel all right. But we don't feel all right. And I, I happen to remember under Barack Obama, things weren't terrific either. They weren't as bad as this 3.0 of his, this third term of his, but it was pretty crappy. I want, I want you to hear this awesome song. All right, so this is a comedian. His name is Tim Hawkins. Admittedly, I'm not, I don't know Tim Hawkins. 
I thought when it, this came into my, my Twitter feed this morning, I thought this was something that was totally appropriate for today. Brock, did you know him? I did not. I did know that it wasn't like cutting today, edge today, right now. Yes. Right. So I thought it was recent. And I'm like, oh, I got to get this. And I was like, who is this I, guy? I didn't know it was that old, though. Yeah, right. So I'm going to I'm going to tell you when this was was dropped after I play it for you. Here is comedian Tim Hawkins. And all right, I'll just tell you right now. This is 2010, 2011. So this is a long time ago. How perfect from Obama's first term to his third term. How perfectly appropriate is this gentleman's song today? Listen, enjoy. Hi, everybody. Gather round. I'm here to give you anything you like. You want free college, energy, mortgages, <laughs> whatever you like. You have come to the right place. Why? I'll tell you why. Who can take your money? Who can take your money? With a twinkle in their eye. A twinkle in their eye. Take it all away and give it to some other guy. The government. <laughs> the government can. <laughs> and who can tax the sunrise? Who can tax the trees? Let you run a business and collect up all the fees. The government. Oh, the government can. The government can. And the government can, cause they mix it up with lies and make it all taste good. Government takes everything we make to pay for all of their solutions. Like health care, climate change, pollution. Just throw away the Constitution I wrote that, thank you Who can give a bailout? Tell us to behave And make the Founding Fathers Roll over in their grave the gov- I don't care if you hate me, I'm gonna sing it anyway Oh, the government can And the government can Cause they mix it up with lies And make it all yummy, 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 yummy Everything we make, they're all power hungry and malicious. Their economics are fictitious. Soon we'll have to eat our dishes. Chicken, how's that taste, kids? Delicious. Who can be a failure? Who can be a failure? In so many ways. And instead of getting fired, hey, we'll give ourselves a raise. <laughs> Kentucky, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, the government can And the government can go to mix it up with lies I did the choreography myself And your Uncle Sam can Cause he mixes it with lies And make himself look good And I feel so good Cause the government says I should Oh, my goodness. And the greatest part, the applause afterwards, because it's awesome. You have to laugh at that. It's not funny. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was fantastic. What makes me laugh is all the people that probably would vote against what he was singing Mm -hmm. about are all clapping. Yeah. And giggling, even though it's not funny. They know it's true. It's the same crap from 2010. It's the same story. 
right? 13 years later. Because we have the same lousy people doing the same lousy job, refusing to ever leave. So whatever anybody's view of Congressman Matt Gates from Florida, no matter how much he rubs people the wrong way, I think it is fantastic. Every single vote he calls has a purpose. And the purpose is for you to see what is going on. Again, if you don't watch, C-SPAN is fine viewing. They even have their own satellite radio channel that I've started listening to. Because until each of us starts getting involved and paying attention to how these people who allegedly, they're supposed to represent us, how they vote for themselves and screw you over and your kids, how else are you going to get rid of them? Everybody out there saying, well, what you say rise up, what do we do? Get involved. Start reading, start listening, start paying attention, start talking to your neighbors, and then take whatever God-given gift you have and use it to the best of your ability. That is how you take back a land. So great to be with you, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you come back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until then, stay safe. Peace. Peace.